Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, and welcome back to Higher Priestess. This is a fun, fun podcast where we talk about kind of Scooby-Doo, Twilight, and also um, fucking like Marx and Engels fucking theories. <laughs> so I am Persephone. My name's Erin, there's nowhere else I'd rather be. And my name's Persephone and there's nowhere else I'd rather be other than... Thought Park. I would love to be in the fucking cinema Thought Park, you know, there are actually quite a lot of places I'd rather be. Oh, it's <laughs> But right now, we're so happy to be here. We're talking about communication... That was really like game show host that I just went into. It's hard not to be. It's hard fucking yeah. not to be. Listen. It's like I forget who I am in the intro. Yeah. It's like suddenly I'm auditioning to be kind of Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> Stephen Mulhern. <laughs> no one said his name since 2004. From the Extra Factor. Stephen Mulhern. That's a very UK, very niche reference. I'm sorry to everyone listening across the globe. Please stick around. I promise we are much more bearable as soon as you get into the pod. Trust me, we do have our fingers on the pulse. We're not referencing the extra factor (laughs) the whole way through. So we're talking about communication, boundaries, all of these things. Stephen fucking Mulhern. (laughs) Well, enjoy enjoy the show, guys. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Don't go anywhere. Press the big red button. <laughs> Fucking hell, get me out of here. Sponsored by Talk Talk. Okay, the first um, kind of thing that I wanted to talk about was someone's message in in a response to the question box that I did on the poll on the stories and I just read it and like kind of fell in love with this person so they said just I I mean it's just hard relate you'll hear they said when people set a boundary with me it feels personal which is my problem but because I feel that way I automatically think others will take it personally too and not address within themselves and remind themselves that it's not personal I just thought how stunning is that because it's so fucking true when people set a boundary with me it would feel personal yeah which is why it explains why you don't want to set a boundary with anybody else because we take everything fucking personal because it feels rude almost it feels um self-indulgent it's like who do you think you are to say that you are not coming to this event because you're tired like you've just got to do it like life isn't always fun it's like, you know what it is, though? Yeah, yeah, it is, though. Well, I almost think it's more like, like, kind of, I, I, would, I would just take it personal. I would, I would be upset. Well, it's upsetting to know that you have overstepped someone's boundaries. It's almost like, oh, shit, I read it wrong. I read the room wrong. Completely that. Have you ever experienced that? Has someone ever, like, have I ever said anything to you and you're like, oh, shit, I read it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I overstepped with her. I don't think so. Not with us, but... I don't think so. Not in that way where it's like, almost what I fear sometimes is that I, if you know me, I quite love 
I love a good story. Like I love um, to get some like goss from someone. Like if someone comes back from like a date, I'm like, tell me every fucking literal detail, gory detail. I want to hear it all. And sometimes I've encountered people that do not like sharing and that's, they're right. Like they don't have to, they don't have to come in and be like, oh my God, his dick is this big, for example. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They don't, they don't need to do that. And sometimes I go in a bit strong, I'd say. With, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Tell me everything. How was it? Was he nice? Was what he does fucking... his spit taste like? Does like... he have a bed frame? Like everything. Yeah. And they've been a bit like, oh, it's just, it was fine. You know, blah, blah, blah. And then I go, okay, take a step back. Take a breath. It's not your story. It's not your story. It's fine. Right. Because you're quite a sharer. I love it. And I love to hear it as well. I want I want the give and take of all stories. But kind of you can't imagine what it would be like to not yeah. want to spread the goss. Just, oh, it was fine. It was fine. It's like, wait, you're going to internalise the night. Write it in your diary never to be spoken of again. Nothing of note. What do you mean you're not going to talk about this on a podcast? What do you mean? Yeah, literally. I don't, re- do I don't understand. Talk about it for an hour every week for the, for the foreseeable future. <laughs> it's like, but I want to know everything. What did he order? You know? No one ever said to you, like you're stepping on my boundary here like you're pushing me no no never but I sometimes um feel the vibe I sometimes think okay this person does not want to share and I'll stop (laughs) I'll have to leave it there then what about you what if someone set a boundary with me Mm, have you ever experienced that I think I'm um not present enough for people to set a bound like (laughs) I'm kind of already nowhere near anyone's business for them do you know what I mean like there's no bound I've already set the boundary (laughs) by like not making an effort with you for the past six months like I'm not around enough I think do you know what I mean I'm not in not that you're up in people's business but I'm like the opposite oh I am You really are because there's no point where you have ever, I don't know, I couldn't imagine a scenario where you are like too much for someone. Yeah, yeah. Like I think I could easily be be described as like a bit much. Like kind of not in the mood for that today. Well, it's because I, um, I just don't have my own personality. I just reflect back whatever people have of themselves and give that back to them so that they like me. Like I'm real master manipulator. Like I just assess who you are and then become you and then you like me and the people are pleased and then we're done. Do you know what that is? That's the Taylor Swift song, Mirable. Mirable. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I'll show you every version of yourself or something. Oh, it's just like, yeah. Folklore, her new album is... Yeah, let's take him in. An elite piece of work. And I think only the elite of us, as in only me and you and everyone listening, will... (laughs) And anyone, whoever you are. Understand this work to be a move away from insecure white feminist into empowered, enlightened woman. I just love that album. It's a feminist fucking anthem. The lot of it. It's so good. But yes, I am a mirable. I'll reflect every version of yourself tonight. It's literally the Libra lifestyle. It kind of is, yeah. With the kind of, also my moon is in Pisces, so I'm just like... A fluid little gal. If you did dig into me, you would just find loads of tears. (laughs) (laughs) Just leave, just leave the facade up. Like, don't don't dig any deeper. (laughs) Loads of tears. It's like, it's not, it looks like water, but I think it's a load of tears. (laughs) So within us, we're good at saying, well, we're good at setting boundaries, aren't we? We're good at communicating. We say it all the time. We say this about ourselves. Well, we had quite an interesting convo the other day, I thought, well, uh, off the record, off the pod. Yeah, off the record. We do speak actually outside of this kind of that we do together constantly as well. Not even like <laughs> oh, we do speak. We do catch up every now and then. It's like no, no, 
it's it's 24 7 combo it's like a 24 7 reel like kind of how they used to have big brother big brother just streaming for 24 hours a day it's just we have one joint life where we're just running yeah. parallel alongside one another it's quite scary at times but and we always have said to each other oh it's fine we're just great communicators but then the other day we were like wait are we actually oh my microphone just dropped wait a sec drop the mic <laughs> drop the mic <laughs> are we actually great communicators or is that just something it's very easy to tell yourself because actually a hard convo not a hard convo at all a convo that came up we were like okay we need to actually go into that let's dig in this yeah not like we're great communicators we'll scratch the surface it's so great we've addressed it. it's like no no but let's just go in even yeah. further let's like open the map even further let's go in 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 yeah and it's always fabulous like it's always stunning yeah because sometimes you think you've aired something out enough but it's like you you can revisit things and like tear into them in a whole new way in the way that the way that you feel about something in march you came to, to a conclusion there and then and here we are in august and you haven't picked back up on it you might just want to revise that and think okay am i still happy with that has anything changed yeah exactly you know have we slipped away from the, have the boundaries moved? Have my, you know, have the kind of pillars of this relationship been shaken in any way? Like, is there any way that we can improve on what we said previously? It's so true. And it doesn't even have to be a big thing. Like that almost sounds like we had a fallout and we needed to discuss. Oh, never, absolutely ever. not. No, <laughs> never, never better. It would be like, you said that your favourite song was Mirable. And I say my favourite song is Cardigan. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I would actually have words if your favourite song was Cardigan because I, I don't think it's the strongest. I think my favourite one is The One. Really? I really, I think it comes on to a strong start, that song. It does, yeah. I have more than one favourite, but I think Seven is Stunts. the most beautiful melody I've ever heard in my life. Seven is kind of um, Florida Kilos by Lana Del Rey. So stunning. It's really, I mean, Lana Del Rey's singing about like cocaine and like drug dealing. Up her vagina. <laughs> which is very different to what Taylor Swift is singing about but the melody is so beautiful so gorgeous anyway um any, anyway. anyway that's the Taylor Swift segment of the show yeah um, <laughs> we won't touch on that anymore um I think why we're so good at communicating as well I actually haven't said this to you Sefi so you're gonna hear this the first time nice with everyone else <laughs> I love some news I love a bombshell. So I was basically another white girl that I'm obsessed with, Miley Cyrus, kind of my queen, my icon, my everything. Released her new song, Midnight Sky. You should go listen to it, but because she really needs me to advertise it. <laughs> but she was on this podcast. <laughs> Not only am I advertising Miley Cyrus, I'm also advertising another podcast for you to stop listening to us and go and listen to them instead. But it's called Call Her Daddy. Have you heard of it? No. It's pretty fucking massive to be honest and so it's this girl i think her name is alex oh, i really hope i haven't fucked that up but i think her name's alex and she sat talking with miley cyrus and it's kind of her whole she has different guests on and i think sometimes it's just her but it's kind of about sex and like dating and just like i don't know just chat she's she had this episode with miley cyrus actually really interesting and i think miley cyrus comes across really well in it miley sorry just a quick tangent miley made a really interesting note she's very much a capricorn about things i think she actually might be a capricorn but you and her would be quite similar. Capricorn live. Yeah. She says that when she's kind of not sure about someone or she's thinking like whether someone's right for her, she writes down, this is going to sound basic at first, she writes down a list of pros and cons. But what's different is within the pros, so for example, she might say, okay, a pro of that person is they're very caring. And then a, a con of that person is they're very busy, for example. Nice. So on and so on. And she gives, for example, each characteristic a rating out of 10. 
Oh, wow. Right? It becomes quite yeah. mathematical. Oh, and she does some addition. She gives everything an individual score and then she adds them all up. Yeah. And then finds the kind of average or whatever and then <gasps> decides whether she thinks that they're fucking worth it or whatever. Wow. Uh, she said it's kind of a calculation to um, see whether someone is giving more to her or they're taking more away from her. <gasps> yeah. I'm going to start doing this. Is that, are they adding or are they subtracting from my life? I'm going to need a calculator. Isn't but- that Great. I'm gonna go down and buy a calculator from the shop. Literally, we're like two plus two is seven and a half. Seven point two recurring. Yeah, yeah, that's genius, isn't it? Anyway, so this thing about call her daddy. Sorry, I'm gonna go on here, but I just thought that was great. Too good not to mention, especially on a thing where we're trying to give um tips about communicating. Because I just thought that was great and kind of you could do that in your day to day life. Score people out on whether they're subtracting, if they're taking, if they're draining you, or if they're fulfilling you. I think it's so interesting to work out whether someone's a fucking like net drain on you. Completely. Do they drain the life out of you? It's like afterwards, do you feel energized? or do you feel drained it's like oh no I feel drained who have you been like who have you had experiences in your life where you've been drained <laughs> well actually my first thought was every time we record the podcast afterwards we are drained <laughs> you guys drain, we drain us. each other <laughs> We're just two drains hanging out, living our draining lives. It's because I'm sucking all of the energy out of you so that I can reflect it back to you. <laughs> and I'm like, God, it's too much. There's something about you that's too much, but it's just me reflected back at, you, <laughs> at myself. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, loads of people are drains. So much, almost when you feel yourself becoming a therapist for people. I think we've had this a lot. I can't wait to hear the Miley Cyrus thing, but I also think this. I'll get back to it later on. That we've, we get this a lot where we'll have a conversation with someone and then they'll say afterwards, oh my God, we always just get in such deep conversations like oh my god and it's like wait that was deep that was deep i don't understand so i think that a lot of people are like oh i just always like oh god i don't know why i'm telling you this sorry i'm oversharing it's like no no you're not oversharing you're sharing the perfect amount that i've set you up to share (laughs) (laughs) no don't you worry everything is falling right into place like candy from a baby (laughs) yeah literally so what do you do in that search because i know for a fact you've been drained by people yeah big time And, and what do you do what happens I just let myself become drained a lot of the time, which is awful. You know, when you feel someone that somebody is struggling in their life or in a conversation and you just give everything, like almost you start praising them so much. You start being like, yeah, but you're such a great this. You're so great at this. You, you, but you have this amazing thing and you just want them to be happy essentially. And then afterwards you realize, God, I just was a therapist for two hours. For free. For free unpaid i was just an unpaid therapist for big fat nothing (laughs) but yeah i don't know what i do i think i need to be a lot clearer with my boundaries because it's so fucking hard when someone is to be honest pouring their fucking soul out to be like sorry i have a boundary i need to now go and play animal crossing for an hour because you have drained me it's like that person then goes away and fucking kills themselves like what do you do yeah what do you do because actually isn't that such a thing everyone's kind of boyfriend has a mental health struggle like there's a lot of yeah i hate to make it gendered but it is in a lot of ways a boy girl thing it is gendered it's women having to do emotional labor and to be honest labor for men yeah constantly for free yeah yeah we we did a post once i put up a post saying like kind of you're not uh like your job isn't to be his unpaid therapist or whatever like you're his girlfriend not his unpaid therapist and there were people commenting like uh this happens both ways uh actually my (laughs) friends have done this it's like all right yeah i get it not all men whatevs like off my case but also i don't care about those stories because literally i do care about the stories but i don't (laughs) care about what that's saying systemically it's like we're not talking about oh but 
my sister's cousin, her boyfriend was really nice and he would pick up the pieces for her because she has blah, 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 blah. He's like, no, no, we're not talking about that. We're talking about globally. There is an issue of women having to do a lot more than men and every single woman essentially um has stories where they have had to sort of clean up after the men in their in her life yeah completely and men have that too the other way around but not to the same extent it's not a global problem yeah it's not it's not uh we're not giving you a commentary on your individual life we're giving you a commentary on kind of a macro scale of what is expected within gender roles it's not about you and your characteristics and your traits and your good and your bad that's it's not a binary god it's not about you every <laughs> Every time I bloody pose, every someone's like taking it as a personal dig. It is funny that even just on this level of our Instagram, I do notice it's so funny to see who feels entitled to speak. And I want all of the girls to speak more, 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 as much yeah. as you can. Tell us every detail because it's so funny the percentage that we have of feedback, essentially, me- like male to female. It's like the amount of men that follow us and the amount that they speak is so disproportionate. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't ask for your voice here. It's great to hear from you, but it's so funny how entitled you feel to speak in a space that is obviously not for you, not designed for you. And the women are still hushing themselves and going, oh, but they wouldn't care about that. It's like no, we do care from you, and we do care from the men. But when you're DMing us saying not all men, I mean, take it to your Menemist page. I'm sure you can find some. Completely that. Yeah, if you've listened to this podcast for a few times and you've never said anything, please give us a show of hands in the DMs. Please mm. um, reveal yourself, make yourself known. Um, and for reference, I mean, our demographic is at the moment, I think, what, 96% female? Yeah, 96. On Instagram, at least. And I would say, which leaves 4% males. And I would say our DMs are probably like... 30% from boys. Yeah, totally. So, I mean... You do the math. Make of that what you will. Yeah, yeah exactly. You do the math because we can't. We're not smart enough. <laughs> you do the math because I haven't <laughs> bought my calculator yet. <laughs> and I do know I have one on my phone. Don't DM, don't DM saying, you've got one on your phone. It's just a joke. It's just a little <laughs> joke. <laughs> oh my God. Boundaries then. Boundaries. Call her daddy. Yes. The podcast. I started doing a bit of stalking because I quite enjoyed the episode and I thought why have I never heard of this thing like this is huge it's American why have I never it's never been you know no one ever thanks guys no one ever showed it to me no one ever recommended it to me this whole thing was going on and they had Miley Cyrus as a guest oh could you imagine so I went on the on the Instagram and they'd made like a post like oh we're interviewing Miley Cyrus blah 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 it must have been like a clip or something from the podcast from the episode and kind of the first half of the comments on that post because Sefi knows I always check the comments don't go anywhere without looking at the comments <laughs> not once have i seen a youtube video without checking the comments first all about the context have you ever left a comment now actually now more than ever now that we do this i leave comments quite a lot nice i'm kind of make a point never a bad comment obviously <laughs> but if i've ever consumed something by kind of a female influencer that i love and have consumed yeah. many many hours upon hours for free over the years since i was like 10 absolutely i'm leaving a comment and saying like at least thank you or like that bit was really appreciated loved it when you did this because otherwise you get no feedback for your work and you just think hope they like that <laughs> i'll it's never like, hear otherwise i guess or you don't think that you think 
everybody hates me. Yeah. I'm doing something pointless. Literally. I should just give up now. Yeah. So now I leave reviews on all the podcasts I listen to. Oh, amazing segue. Leave us a review. You knew that was coming all along. (laughs) You should do it too, you know. Go to your, maybe the podcast you're listening to right now. Your two fave gals that do speak for an hour a week on amazing topics. You should leave them a review maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Call her daddy all went, basically, on this, on this post, I will get to the crux of the story, I promise. Honestly, not a good podcast like i'm not a good podcaster i'm like not good at doing stories we just describe other podcasts yeah exactly there was a post with miley cyrus and it was like yeah let's do a new episode with miley cyrus blah blah blah. all of the comments were like sophia's looking at this like fuck or like oh my god sophia's like watching this crying right now and i was like sophia who's sophia scrolled back did some research there used to be two hosts (gasps) of call her daddy yes i know shivers shivers down my spine alex i think her name's Alex and Sophia, right? So Sophia is no more. And I was like, right, hang on. A now minute. I'm digging. What the now, now I'm, I'm hooked. Now I see myself <laughs> in this story. I need to understand what the fuck happened. And essentially, you guys should go and look because it's 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 quite the drama. You'd love it, Sophie. But it was almost a bit too dark and too deep for me to. It's a bit too real for two people to have a podcast. Both going. So one of them mysteriously died. Where yeah, did she go? one of them abandoned. She left shit. Basically, what had happened was they stopped communicating Alex made this whole video explaining it's like half an hour of her saying essentially she lost her business partner and her best friend all because their communication ran dry and they weren't well she didn't really say that but that was what I inferred as the therapist (laughs) that I you know self-proclaimed gave myself that title but don't worry Alex I'll figure out all your problems just found out who you are half an hour ago but I've got it sorted and so that is why even though you don't know you have that's the first time you've heard this story I think that is a big part of why you and I are such good communicators is because we just know what happens when you don't communicate seen it happen and i don't like what i see yeah are you crying no no <laughs> imagine sneezes just so torn up about alex and sophia <laughs> yeah we've seen it happen when people stop communicating and i mean you may not even notice that it's happening you may just think it's like oh we're just doing different things at the moment or we are communicating it's all fine but when people stop communicating in the intense way that you're used to or in any way that you're used to maybe just all my communications are quite intense (laughs) then it falls apart so easily one tiny thing can go unsaid and you're fucked it builds yeah completely because i think communication is like communication and boundaries are very much built i think in layers like a a building like foundations and etc on top of on top of each other the more you communicate with someone the deeper it gets and the better you understand one another and the more respect you have for each other because you know that you're a team in that way but then in the same way if that one little thing goes unsaid that will build into foundations and layers and layers of resentment in the same way and so it's just whatever you have to make a choice what you're going to spend your energy on building your resentment or building your communication with that person i think resentment builds so quick it builds so quickly you won't even notice it's there before you're lashing yeah it's such a strong feeling and it can come from so many tiny things that have just you didn't even notice happening almost like if you quoted things back to people it wouldn't mean anything it would be like what there's nothing nothing happened but tiny little things that trigger you and whatever resentment builds so quick so you've got to be checking yourself but i always think with that so when 
any kind of resentment is building for anything and i could have it could be like about a teacher or a fucking parent or a friend or a boyfriend or just fucking an acquaintance but whenever it's sort of building and you're realizing that like an irrational perhaps dislike is building you know when you get it when you kind of are faking an argument in your head oh yeah do you ever get that when you're like and you just fucking blah 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 and it's like a bit of a mic you've got things to say yeah it's like a mic drop moment in your head i always do this thing to myself where i'm just like just drop it yeah just drop it and it's like don't even try and like rationalize it or backtrack the argument and be like, but i didn't mean any of that in your head just literally just drop it like it was a point that it's like leading no but nowhere at all this is before you've had any actual communication with that person you're just going on in your head yeah yeah absolutely this is just made up stuff i just think it's like just literally drop the topic and i actually pretend to like physically drop something that's cool yeah yeah i love that yeah i'm like just drop and then and then raise it with them or see what happens it will depends what it is usually if it's like an about of fucking someone that um sort of cut in line in a queue do you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah i imagine myself you fucking entitled white man <laughs> you think you've always had everything set yeah. out for you haven't you you went to a private school you little cat <laughs> when actually it's not about them yeah. it's about you right it's like no you're on your period you're hungry just drop the subject like you've actually you're annoyed because you still got to edit the podcast this week and you know that's coming up like just just drop it yeah like it's not about this man but if it's about your friend yeah absolutely you have to bring it up oh yeah i was having an imaginary argument with you this morning about blah 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 blah. do you think that's your like tell like when something's kind of starting to go off in your mind of like or resentment is building is that you start having the con- like you're kind of in the shower like and then i'm gonna say to her you're so blah 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 like and you find yourself like I'm, i don't even know you're kind of um, indulging in kind of the anger yeah it's so strange and always winning but it's like life doesn't work like that like what also i think i question that in myself and in other people of like a desire to like win and punish yeah like you know when it's like a desire to be like and ha 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 haven't you been proven wrong by me once again <laughs> yeah 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 it's like a really odd desire and i think it's something really worth questioning if you find yourself like replaying arguments that never happened and also never will happen because you don't have the bollocks to actually bring it up yeah yeah desire for your ego to win interesting i don't think you thought i would ever bring this up or that this would ever come up on a Mm. podcast or at least not this episode but you just reminded me of i think it's relevant to back in uni you and i did like a a bdsm test yeah yeah i think we were both like a million percent switch or something but one of your highest ones was um you're like the derogateur like you um want to like punish people or like <laughs> humiliate people also which is so funny because i actually don't see that in my own sort of sexual experiences at all well i was absolutely i was shocked i didn't see it for you just in life anyway but i get it it's funny actually that you bring this up but my like group chat with my housemates is like you know when you all have like a stupid fucking name mm. mine is sexual humiliator because we i made them all do the bds test and i think it came up as like you want to humiliate people which i really don't <laughs> like that sounds horrific but do you but can you get it in the way like can is there any like can you place that i like to win <laughs> i I'm wish you could all see the look on her face right now <laughs> you are and you're a slytherin i like to win things i think like i'm i'm a capricorn with a fucking leo moon like i'm gonna like to win i do question that within myself as well because i don't like to see other people lose i think that stresses me out but i still want it to be as very established that like don't worry like i've got this guy <laughs> it's that time of the year your vacation is coming up you can already hear the beach waves 
feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'll handle it. I'll handle it, guys. I've got it covered. Leave it to me. Yeah. I don't know. What were yours on the BDSM test? We were very vanilla, I remember. It was, yeah, it was just like vanilla, switch. Switch, yeah, I was heavy switch. Switch was the main one, I think we were. (laughs) Why is it we? We have the same. (laughs) No, but... I remember being so shocked at how vanilla we were. We were like 98% vanilla. Because also, but the options are like... um... Do you like to punch someone in the face? (laughs) I was like, no. Yeah, like the options are things that no one's ever going to click on. (laughs) Great test. You should all go do that test. So I wanted to ask you tactics. Like, do you have anything that you do when you realise that a boundary is not being set or you're not communicating or something's off? Like, what do you practically do? I think my first, my biggest thing, and I think probably one of the reasons why it's so hard is because we forget this, like, key thing or we get lost in it so easily, which is to constantly, like, not constantly, but whenever this is kind of happening, if I'm in conversation or about to approach the conversation or thinking that I need to have the conversation or kind of in the middle of an argument, I will think to myself, are you going in with the intention to communicate? Yeah. Or are you going in with the intention just to argue, get something off your chest, to win? To kind of shame them a little bit, to be like, uh, actually, you fucked yeah. up there. Yeah. To punish. Yeah, exactly. I think to make sure, because I think it's really easy as well to dress it up and be and confront someone. If you're annoyed and you've let resentment build, for example, and you're just outright having an argument like with your friend or, or like a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, it's really easy to be like, I'm just communicating, I'm establishing my boundaries, blah, blah, blah. But actually, you're not. You're just being a dick. Yeah. Or maybe you were at first and then they didn't follow the script that you had set out previously when you were in the shower going over this conversation constantly yeah and now you and now suddenly it's an argument and now you're not going in to communicate anymore you're not going in to resolve anything you're not willing to hear them out you're you're just you don't want to solve it anymore yeah you're just bad vibes yeah it's not about a resolution it's about um punishing it's about winning and punishing which is not a healthy way to begin anything let alone a conversation with your friend or partner or someone in your life 
but I think we all do that like how often do you find yourself questioning the intention of a conversation I think I think with you um it's kind of unconscious because we talk so much about communication and because kind of I don't ever really want to shame you like I don't I'm not trying to win against you (laughs) no desire so with you it's very much just like I mean the one that we had the other day the one makes it sound like it was an argument it really wasn't it was kind of the opposite of an argument the initiated communication that we had the other day was very much like rooted in (laughs) god's like crying kind of just (laughs) rooted in pure love like just like i don't want this to be bad vibes at all not just with that just with anything yeah and not that there really were but it's just staying on top of it whereas i think for example jack my boyfriend i would way easier get lost in like just kind of like getting annoyed with him and just being angry and wanting to win like yeah but when you did this thing I'm wanting to win and just like kind of I think when you're I mean I've been with Jack for like eight years when you are with someone for that amount of time and like the connection is so deep that it's like not even human Mm. it's like kind of it's so kind of like uh so primitive it's so like innate that really in the way that I reflect everyone Jack's probably the only person in the world at the moment that I don't reflect in that way and even though I do it's much more Jack by far gets the rawest version of me Love like that. you get me raw you guys get me raw on the podcast but I'm like purely yourself myself but how could I not be and so that includes the bad parts like where I'm with kind of other people I would catch myself because I don't want them to think I'm an asshole like yeah totally I'm not gonna really say so if I think like oh blah blah blah's being a dick I'm not I'm not gonna fucking say it because I want you to like me whereas with Jack like almost and I, I, I think also it comes from kind of the bad parts and the stereotypical parts of being in a relationship for so long where you take things for granted and you lose the fear of losing them you you start to be a dick sometimes not that I'm a dick all the time I'm actually really nice but there's a healthy amount of being a dick like that is also natural human stuff exactly yeah and so I, I just think checking honestly check yourself before you wreck yourself <laughs> check yourself before you wreck all your relationship yeah honestly before you absolutely wreak havoc on everyone else's lives just because you were on your period and you were hungry oh my god did we speak about the amazing thing hmm. this has changed my life and I remember saying it to you um and i saw this on t- on a tiktok and it's changed yep. the way i live my life take it away in a micro way but still has changed my life so it said it's so simple it's so simple but so great um let me get it right, let me get it right. <laughs> you need to go to like a meditative state to remember it <laughs> It's like, I don't want to do that thing where you're like, am I test enough? Oh yes, I'm test enough. Like an Ed, Ed, <laughs> yes. Ed Miliband moment. Like I want to yeah. get it right. So it hits. Um, if you hate other people, eat something. If you hate yourself, go to sleep. So stunning. How good is that? It's like, yeah, that's yeah. so fucking true. It's like, that is how you, f- that's exactly what you should do if you have those yeah. feelings. If you're like getting annoyed at everyone else, if like, for it's like, oh, just everyone's going to just fuck off. It's like, yeah, you're hungry. It's like, if, if you're thinking, oh, I've just done nothing well today. Yeah, you go to sleep. You, you're tired. Yeah. It's that simple sometimes. Sometimes. No, but I, and I think it is. And it goes back to um, what that first person said at the beginning about taking it personally when it's like, actually, nothing really. Everything we say and do is really just all about ourselves and our own ego. Literally every single thing. This ego fucks so much. You know when you meet someone, it's like, yeah, you are being literally ruled by your ego, your lower mm. self, your thing that's obsessed with like worldly success and connection, like not human connection, but like networking almost and like status and fashion and all of these things that don't matter basically how you are perceived by other people and it's like yeah you are being ruled by your ego this stuff is meaningless and if you actually kind of <laughs> it's like so fucking like woohoo literally med- 
meditated for 10 minutes or like went to sleep for 10 minutes or did something that kind of had a bath something like that this wouldn't matter like you literally just need like a human connection like literally put your feet in some fucking soil like anything feel some water like anything smell a fucking bit of lavender did that yesterday and it changed my world oh stunning reroute literally just do something that's fucking primal like you just said it's like literally a primal centering yeah it's fine like none of that matters it doesn't matter that your boss is on your case yeah he's always gonna be gendered gendered (laughs) yeah exactly but he is he slash she the ceo is gonna be let's be real gender pay gap is a he yeah um, is always gonna be on your fucking case smell a bit of lavender i completely 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 agree i think a lot of the a lot of the sentiment of the messages that you guys were sending in on the stories was very much like i don't know how i, I don't even know like where to begin to communicate or to set boundaries i don't even know necessarily what my boundaries are until they've been crossed and i think Sefa, you just hit the nail on the head by being like you need to go meditate for example because i was gonna say i think the like again one of my overarching things with boundaries and communication is establishing the boundaries on your own first before you've even met this person the more you get to know yourself and know who you are and what's important to you i.e like miley cyrus will write down i'm just giving you all the spoilers of the call her daddy (laughs) podcast i'm just i've gone through the transcription i'm picking out the highlights yeah (laughs) just to make sure that you don't listen to those you only listen to ours (laughs) we don't have miley cyrus but we can summarize what she said (laughs) really in a bad way miley cyrus said that she obviously loves her mum or whatever has a really good relationship with her mum and loves obviously a lot of the characteristics that her mum has and that's really important to her and she knows that her mum is mortal and won't be around forever and so in case or just in life what's important to her she'll write down for example her mum is really thoughtful and have like a conscious note of the things and the characteristics that she that she holds close to herself that are important to her so she knows what to look for she knows what to avoid because if you don't if you haven't got to know what's important to you of course you're going to be running into all the wrong scrappy dappy do's left right and center exactly that and basically anyone that shows you a literal scrap of decency will seem like a god because you'll be like wow 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 i don't have any boundaries i haven't even thought about wait does this person have kind of any traits that i look for i always think this with dating as well one of so funny this is on a communication podcast i didn't even actually think about that mm. my number one thing is communication yeah. are they a good communicator if someone is leaving me on red for i would say eight hours and upwards yeah i no longer am interested like that is obviously in the early stages it's fine-ish yeah when it's really casual yeah as in when there's an established thing you're dating and almost like without the acknowledgement of there has been a passing in time like that it will be like a day later and they're like ha 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 yeah thought the same and it's like no no you need to come back with oh my god i'm really sorry i've was really busy let me how was your day i got mugged i didn't have my phone <laughs> yeah it's like, um, it needs to be a big drama to excuse yeah it needs to be a thing i think that was my one one of my number one things it's like you actually need to be not like a texter or any of these things but you need to be an honest communicator and not a weird thing where it's like playing a game oh i just uh like i just don't look at my phone yeah you do don't lie just say i look at my phone but i can't be bothered to text every yeah i don't look at my phone i don't look at my phone so how come every time i'm with you you're sat on your phone yeah we met on tinder how come we met on hinge you're on your fucking phone (laughs) 
like please shakes head so that's one of my main things is communication and i think it's like yeah if you write down the things that you value in someone like i couldn't be friends with you for example our friendship would not be the same if our communication was not as good especially as yeah we do such an intense thing together like we run a business together we're besties went to uni together we used to live together i mean we have a very we haven't seen each other also in four or five months 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 which is insane because of uh, coronavirus we don't just we don't just choose to never see each other just if you're listening to this if we manage to survive this and you're listening to this in the future <laughs> that is not promised it's very intense it's like it needs to be there needs to be a level of communication which is almost abnormal but i also think i do yeah. hold yeah all of my relationships to a standard where it's like yeah it does need to be kind of abnormal because the normal standard of communication is fucked it's absolutely fucked like there's yeah. no way I'm happy with you know almost like you see old married couples like oh the wife wants me to come home oh the wife blah 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 it's like no no no, no. why does the wife why does she want you to come home because you've been like have you spoken have you spoken have you spoken in the past two months I just don't understand it apart from what's for dinner yeah okay <laughs> I don't want that make me something else okay <laughs> it's like no the, the standard level of communication is shit it's dog shit it's not good enough no it's not good enough at all and that's why all sort of relationships that are celebrated are quite surface level are just happy 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 and it's like no no you've got to it's not like oh arguments are healthy but deep convos that are str- that are fucking hard and you both struggle through are healthy. Well, you have to be vulnerable because I would say you and I don't argue, but we're very, there's no room to not be vulnerable. Everything's out on the table. It's incredibly honest. Because there's no room not to be. I think that's something that everyone should try <laughs> try and do what we do. But I do think it's like, even if your relationships are not as intense as this, they will be in more intense than you think. If you actually break it down, it's like people that you live with, it's fucking intense you see them every minute of the day your boyfriend yeah there'll be a dynamic there'll be something that he did eight months ago that you kind of didn't address at the time or you did address at the time but now it's kind of bothering you again because you can see similar patterns a friend that once said something and it's just bothering you and it's just like sitting below the surface somewhere it's like yeah this stuff is intense like it is worth speaking about definitely or before you know it you're going to find yourself in the shower covered in the the comforter from lush going oh wait fuck you you little <laughs> fucking bitch when you say that <laughs> on the other side of an argument with you. <laughs> <laughs> there were no arguments that would never happen. You're a pirate. <laughs> oh, my hearty. You're, <laughs> you're kind of Oliver Twist. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into a nutter. But it's so true. No, I agree with you. I also think something that I learned at uni, kind of a hard truth, was kind of um, the majority of people don't have real relationships isn't this a shocking revelation they kind of have one or two real relationships and that's it and the the majority of their quote-unquote friends are people that 60 percent of the time they're saying bad things about 100 percent of their quote-unquote secrets have been shared with other people they would throw under the bus at any given opportunity they have no loyalty to and people just are happy to have essentially fake friends like people are happy to have a big old crowd full of people that they hate people that despise them and that hate them we've done it so much we've been in situations i mean i wish we could literally name names but could be listening can i even say that yeah you can say that well i don't know what you're gonna say so we were in i'm we just had a little mini discussion and i think (laughs) i think i can say this very carefully we were in a group of people once one of the girls in the group said oh my god let me take a photo of you guys took a photo of us I'm wincing. I think this already might be too much. I'm going to do it really carefully. All right. Basically, if you're listening to this thinking it's about you, it's not. Yeah, 
it also we get so many messages saying was that bit about me and honestly always no yeah most of the time it isn't yeah and the person that it was was like love the app if you're listening to this podcast and we talk about you and you hear us talk about you no you didn't (laughs) genuinely if you think it's you trust me it's not and if it was like if you're thinking it's not you probably is (laughs) (laughs) to break it um and we're in this group she took a photo of a group of girls and to her supposed best friend in the photo she said actually let me take another one you look fucking ugly in that one and it was like ooh okay to all of us she announced it was kind of like imagine i'm taking a picture of you and all your friends and i take it ching, and then i say oh let me take another one um stephanie because you look fucking horrific in that thank me later and then keep snapping snap snap snapping away while everyone is big old smiling the face cheese but our minds we're thinking fucking hell this is dangerous we're all there like oh god we're all smiling through our teeth fuck 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 that's not weird <laughs> but, but also she was like said it as if it's like i'm doing you a big favor i'm a fucking great friend thank me later you looked fucking ugly and i'm gonna take another one you're not gonna like it it's also like, it's something quite specific we're saying fucking ugly but say for example your thing about yourself is that you hate your ears and i'm snap snap snapping away taking pictures i go oh my god stephanie your ears look fucked in that one let me take another one <laughs> and it's like, well, hang on what was that about stephanie's ears like now we are all in stephanie's insecure little mind it's horrid i'm not loving because stephanie does sound quite similar to Persephone. <laughs> just to clear it up for any people that are confused i'm not stephanie talking about you. was not me <laughs> <laughs> it was just a crazy moment like it was one of those things where you you just think oh my god that's your best friend just did that because the people that i the people that do that in my life they're known as my enemies that's not yeah. my best friend yeah and they're not in our lives anymore because kind of that was ended in like year nine and i remember we once we had this sort of experience of this photo we we're like well that was fucking horrible that was weird watching this girl kind of <laughs> oh by the way your wrists looked fucking huge in that photo it's like, in the picture definitely in the photograph that was taken you can definitely see mine and Sefi's eyes and looking at each other like what the fuck is going on <laughs> like why do we know these people <laughs> it was just a, a moment of like oh god like people need to have convers. there are conversations that need need to be had but that would never be brought up ever that would never be brought up they're not ready they're just literally not ready so what do you think are the kind of main tips for communication and boundaries i know we've said like i mean i think a really good tip right now is do what miley cyrus does and like physically write things down on paper about what characteristics are important to you what boundaries are important to you what are your non-negotiables and your red flags etc and adding numbers in the mix is a bit much for me but i love the idea i bet loads of you will be keen on that you could even like color code it oh, do you know what i mean like, I you mean, could do it like so stunning that makes me excited yeah what are your kind of tips my biggest tip and i think something that i've had to learn myself in my friendships and all my relationships is embarrass yourself you've got to be willing to embarrass yourself you cannot be expecting to maintain like this status of like she's so cool she's so fucking cool like she never gets upset like she or you don't want to be scared of bit like seeming insecure it's like no you've got to be fucking mortified to be communicating in that way it's got to be a bit embarrassing vulnerable it's that classic thing of um if you're not vulnerable there's a lot less pain but a lot less love it's so true and it's like yeah okay if you're not gonna lay all of your cards out on the table and be really honest about who you are and what's important to you and how you feel etc um yeah you'll you'll be saved from a lot of experiences but a lot of those experiences will be really important to you and really amazing they'll make you who you are i think one of the main reasons people don't communicate is because it seems so embarrassing it's like wait Mm -hmm 
when you looked at me in that moment, did, were you looking at my fucking huge teeth? Like, where, like whatever you're in, whatever is triggering to you, were you looking at them? Like, when you said that thing then, were you implying that I was really fucking stupid? Like, whatever the thing is, it sounds embarrassing and it's so, it sounds so insecure and so strange. I think it's like a thing to work on privately and a thing to work on with people. If you can, just bring things up. Like, honestly, bring things up. It will change your life. Yeah, because then I think that's what I mean by like that it's built on foundations and foundations and layers and layers is the more honest and like almost ridiculous you get with someone, the more there's 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 no room for fear. There's no room for resentment. And it doesn't have to be done in like a whining way. Absolutely not. It doesn't it doesn't have to be like, wait, can we have a chat? And then like a whole convo. It can be like, wait, I've sorry, like, can we just backtrack when you said that thing just then? What did you mean? Did I misread that? Yeah. Like, yeah, literally that. I think it can be so casual and it needs to become casual i think it's like you really should be normalizing weird conversations yeah um something that makes it easier as well i think for people in in my life and in my experience especially if people aren't necessarily as good of a communicator as you or even just like aren't in this world of conversation they don't operate within this realm of knowing that people can be empowered and enlightened in all these different ways people who aren't really very self-aware as well you a good way to get someone on the same page as you or if you think you're a good communicator but they're not matching your energy i think is to kind of level the playing field and make sure that they know it's not an attack it's actually an opportunity for your relationship to grow rather than you shutting them down and saying you don't want them in your life anymore for example i think a lot of people hear a boundary as we've said time and time again on this episode and take it personally and i in many ways you would wouldn't you but there have been lots of times where i've had to say to people like i'm saying (laughs) it sounds like i'm a mum but i'm saying this because i love you because i care about you like I want to get to the bottom of this because it's important to me because you're important to me and it doesn't have to be that deep even but I think a lot of people need to hear that it's not an attack on them it's so true it's honestly so true and do you remember we said something ages ago about like if you're trying to breach like a complicated subject with someone where they you know for a fact they are going to feel on the sort of they're going to come in on the defense Mm. and this is kind of a controversial tip and I don't always agree with it but I think sometimes there's something to be said for like losing immediately going in this is almost like if they are going to be a competitive person with you immediately going in and just like losing the argument drop the weapons go in and just be like oh my god my hair's so fucking greasy today (laughs) like it's kind of you're instantly not cool you instantly have rewired the hierarchy and it's obviously we are not fans of self-deprecating comments humor anything like that is everything we stand against but say you're going in with some with a convo with someone where they're going to be like they're not going to be open to it if you go in and say like i've been really struggling i've been this blah 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 blah, and i really need to set a boundary here if you go in with your bit first rather than you're too much you're fucking in my face all the time just go in and lose it just lose it immediately there's no battle to be won yeah yeah completely i think even if you don't have to say like oh my hair's so greasy just the absence of that in the absence of that comment just make sure you're removing don't instead like it's not so much by saying oh my hair's so greasy you just don't have to say oh my god you like my new bag oh my god does my hair look good today i look like it's you don't have to necessarily put yourself down just don't try and overcompensate and dominate the space exactly that 
again check your intention like if you're going in to dominate the space right so you're going in with an argument then so stop listening to the episode essentially (laughs) you're not here to communicate but yeah if you're going in to communicate make that very clear there should be an element of two people feeding back and i also think there's a thing of you're going in to set a boundary be prepared for them to come back with they're setting a boundary don't go in you are too much i've done nothing i'm setting my own boundary yeah okay well how are you going to respond when they set their boundary are you going to freak out do you feel entitled to their space in any way do you feel entitled to their time in any way i'm sure you do there is actually so much about it it's like sorry my boundary is that i don't for example i will i will take a week to reply to a text because i just i'm not in the space where i can be replying to text right now that's my boundary right now but when i when i text someone am i fucking crying that they don't reply to me instantly do you do you you feel entitled to people's time in a certain way i'm sure you do and also sometimes your boundaries will not like cooperate with one another like they might be the opposite like my boundary with you could be i want to speak to you kind of before 3 p.m every day for example and you might say to me well my boundary is that i want to speak after 3 p.m every day so what now we're not friends anymore for example and then i think also it becomes like a generational thing in the way that i do think our generation and the younger generations etc are so used to like quick gratification of things that we very quickly throw things away and so that's why it's important to know that you can work on things together if your energy is being matched and it's a 50 50 give and take equal teamwork to make your to negotiate and compromise and work together that's a good thing it's not a bad thing to compromise and communicate with people and on top of that it also comes back to Miley Cyrus's method of having your non-negotiables set out very clear so that if I just you know I may have said to you okay my boundary is 3 p.m but if I can check my list and think actually let me revise that and think was that a non-negotiable um and if it was yeah we're gonna we're gonna you know that's important to me but if not then it's something that you can work on together I think it's important to know in yourself what you're willing to sacrifice as well yeah you can afford to lose that's so true so one of the things that I really liked that I saw that someone said, they said, getting to... Br- no, yep. <laughs> I have found the right one. <laughs> getting to breaking point and becoming angry all the time at people. I wasn't communicating. Having a child helped me communicate better in my re- in my relationship, family and work life. And Stunning. I loved that because it's... I mean, you hear so much of, I've learned more from my child. They're teaching... I'm teaching them and they're teaching me. You know, Yeah, you stunning. It. Happy ending. But I love that. It's like, yeah, I'm sure a child, you would learn how to communicate because it's so honest and so raw. God, it's Siren City around here. It really is Siren City. And so kind of... So it becomes so simple because it's like, well, I'm not going to start faffing about with all this vocab that you're not going to understand because you're a child. Yeah. And you learn really how to communicate in kind of its purest form. So there's no airs and graces and like... It's not even like I'm setting a boundary. It's just like, no, I'm tired. I have to go now and lie down. It's not... Yeah. I have a boundary that when I am tired, I've, it's just like it's simple and it's just exactly how essentially humans should um connect and communicate just with honesty without embarrassment without like the fear of like overstepping social norms and all of that stuff it's like yeah let's just let's just fucking be like sorry i'm hungry and i want to eat my fucking spaghetti hoops and that's what i'm doing right now oh erin's gone that sounds so good she's gone (laughs) she nearly fainted that sounds amazing i tried to think what do children eat spaghetti oh spaghetti hoops fuck they do sound really good i can like doesn't that sound good i know exactly the texture of them do you know what i mean wow they're like 
very um, flimsy. It's very much not spaghetti. It's a lot of slop. Yeah. It's big slopsville. It's slops McGee, yeah. Yeah. But, and yeah, I've never wanted anything more. <laughs> Suddenly slop is sounding really good. good. I love that. That's very wholesome. I love that. Also, one other thing, actually, let's just speak about that I saw on the polls just before before we go. Because mm. this is something that I saw. So Erin did the polls this week. And I hate that we call them the polls. Yeah. Like, can we call them the stories? <laughs> I really the do polls. call them the polls. It's like, the polls are in. <laughs> it's like, what's the exit poll saying? Oh my God, they all hate us. It's like, polls is a bit triggering after the exit poll. Um, <sighs> so you said... Is this my cunning trick that I did? Yep, it is. I find this so interesting <laughs> because... I have a bit of a story that goes with it as well. Okay. So I saw, it's important to me that I am taken seriously and respected. And to me, that's obvious. You want to be respected, yeah? And taken seriously. Mm. And 93% confirmed this. Yes. And I saw a weird fucking 7% saying no. And I went on it and I'm not joking. I feel like I know fucking every person on this. It's all my friends. And I was like- Really? I wasn't joking. Like there's honestly about seven people that are like very much in my life. Oh no Who have voted no that's not what i thought you were gonna say i was so confused and i spoke to one of them i was like why the hell did you vote no that you don't want to be respected and taken seriously (laughs) because they're friends with you and you're the master humiliator (laughs) you're degrading them all the time it's not no wonder you seek out people that don't want to be respected i was like what the fuck like are you being fucking serious right now that just you see that in a poll and you go nope don't really want to be respected thanks (laughs) i was so shocked i thought who are these nutters turns out that all my friends i was like what <laughs> who am i hanging out with what did they say so they explained themselves well there's one person explained themselves was it sophie no it's jack so i i don't i feel like he features in all of them hi hi again sophie <laughs> but it's jack but i don't I feel like he's constantly in this but it was funny because he was there and his ex-girlfriend who's also my good good friend if she's listening hey Hey. They were both on there. I was like, that's funny that they were in a relationship. Neither of them want respect. They're like, get the respect <laughs> out of this relationship. Um, so we were funny. kind of laughing that they're both on there. But um, yeah, he was saying that, um, what did he say? He was like, yeah, but I thought taken seriously is like, I don't really want to be seen as a serious person. It's like, that's not what it means. Like, that is not the point of the question. Yeah. I did kind of set people up for that. I could, well, because... But respected to me is so obvious. Like, yes. Yeah. My, my, my setup, my manipulation was, we actually haven't touched on it at all but I thought it could be interesting so I did that question that question came after so I asked a few questions I said like in the past have you struggled with boundaries everyone said yes is your desire to keep the peace overridden by your need to communicate everyone said yes and then (laughs) so I said it's important to me that I am liked I loved this and 83% of people said yes and then later we go on like setting boundaries makes me uncomfortable yeah I'm better at setting boundaries in romance blah 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 and then I said it's important to me that I am respected and 93% said yes but I just thought that would be an interesting comparison the difference between who feels that it's important to be liked versus who feels it's liked versus respected exactly yeah it's so interesting I thought the liked one was so interesting as well because liked and respect have different meanings to me but I would say that respect is so much more important respect feels much more closed and like I have respect for a very um, few and like finite amount of people like I respect people that are close to me but I don't I don't respect everyone that I like whereas liked feels more vapid and like sort of wrapped up with ideas about like popularity yeah so it's not that important to me to be liked but it's way more important to me to be respected but maybe that's the Capricorn no I agree with you I thought it would be interesting because I thought that 
well, here's the thing. Everyone on the on the stories said, yes, it's more important to be respected. They all said, yes, 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 important to be respected. And a few people could give or take being liked. When actually, I think the reality of that is, yes, in theory, of course, it's more important that you would be respected. And you, you obviously, I don't care about being liked. I don't care about being liked. And yet in practice, none of us can communicate. None of us can set boundaries. Everyone <laughs> is a people pleaser. And it's not adding up. Like, it, that doesn't, you know. So I think in theory. Well, I'm happy that that number was high on the I want to be liked thing because it's like yeah let's not lie to ourselves let's not lie I think how could you not want to be liked we all want to be liked otherwise why are you doing half the shit you do and also um the main thing I think is kind of but you were raised in a world that told you it was very important to be liked so how do you think you've escaped that in the same way that you were okay you were raised in a patriarchal white supremacist world how could you not um live by those rules of course you do so there we go it's so fucking true let's leave it there I said all I need to say let's end it there let's end it on a white supremacist capitalist patriarchal shit show of a world that we know we live in the commiserations galore that is this podcast but we're still eating ice cream every day it's commiserations lifestyle but we eat ice cream every day it's everyday ice cream shop we stroke dogs every day we smell flowers every day stunning it's um everyday spaghetti hoops spaghetti hoops for dinner i'm gonna have to get some (laughs) it's all good it's all great talk to your friends talk to your family talk to your boyfriend and girlfriend chat away talk to apple when you leave us a review most importantly talk to <laughs> us talk to apple but talk to us via <laughs> the review section on apple and we're not taking the piss only good things though we are not taking the piss the amount oh, of emails that we had so was stunning. so stunning well this is why i'm leaving um comments on youtube videos now because it's like listen that probably took you fucking hours and i haven't paid a penny for it anyway i'm not guilting you into leaving <laughs> me like, you didn't pay a penny and we spoke for free and how does that make you feel kept that purse tight shut didn't you anyway when we release merch you better fucking spe- buy it you better fucking be buying it for all your mates because you owe us some money <laughs> let's get out of here you don't it's the capricorn i'm a high capricorn today no i fucking owe you lot for um humoring us for so long and being so lovely if anything we should pay yeah we should pay you honestly i would bribe you into loving us it wouldn't be the most desperate thing i've done (laughs) let's say that it wouldn't be a sad day i'm I'm ashamed (laughs) to say it thank you guys as ever for listening we will see you see you around no promises we will be back next I week i would but... love to see you around i would love well i would love to see you I haven't seen you in five months oh i'd love to see you around but, but i would love to see them around imagine me too but i'm not going anywhere so it's not gonna happen yeah i know you kind of see me it's like where am i going through my window <laughs> oh my god i actually have a terrifying story <gasps> oh tell it maybe this is okay well okay yeah, turns yeah out tell we're not it here up. that's fine and uh, extra points to you if you've stuck around for this this film. is fucking insane if you're here, you, that, maybe the music started and it's cut. That would be quite good if I do that. Yeah. This story is just for you. Yeah, dramatic cut. Yeah, you should do that. If that, if this, okay, this is new in from last night. So, housemate was walking down the street, saw oh a God. photo of the house opposite. Saw, sorry, he didn't see a photo. Sorry, starting again. Housemate start again. walking down the street. He sees on the house opposite us a sign say with was a piece of paper blue tack to the inside of the window facing outwards, and it said. Mm. My ex-boyfriend has set up a series of cameras that <gasps> are being watched by him and multiple others. 
they are they are facing on the house opposite which is my house into our flat um and he is watching me this, and it said underneath this is a testament to his abusive and controlling vile behavior you should call the police defund the police but also you should call the police well the story escalates i was like we have to call the police we have to call the police but i was weirded out by the line that said this is a testament to his vibe it's like you the woman should call the police like i don't understand yeah but she might not be safe to exactly but also don't love the thoughts that there are cameras outside my house in my house but then we were i'm like oh my god i was in that flat in january yeah, literally. Oh <laughs> yeah scary story escalates we are looking at the photo we're analyzing the photo you can imagine i love the drama um we notice in the photo that there is a camera in her window facing outwards at our flat so it's like what like the photo is saying there are fam- cameras facing in but there's very clearly a camera in the photo facing us which was weird so i was like guys we have to call the police Anyway, we'd cooked a curry. We ate a fucking dal. We, we forgot all about it. Stunning, stunning. We see, we look out of our fucking little door. We see the police at her door. <gasps> and she She's getting shitty though, but like it looks like it's kicking off. Um, and she keeps turning her like hallway light on and off. And the police are like um, there for fucking ages. And I don't know really what's happened. I mean, it's been sirens galore today, but so. Oh my God, you have to keep us updated. I will. But how crazy is that? That's bizarre yeah i got a bit spooked just because you know i said i watched that horror movie called the landlord where i said it on the podcast where there were cameras inside the house that the landlord had set up i was like what if there's a camera in my room yeah you literally said that recently and now lo and behold and your room listen i'm not giving away your location but your room is at the front of the house i don't know if you thought about that <laughs> it is it's very much big old windows right into you sleeping soundly on your bed it's why i picked the room i thought this will be amazing with the light but gorgeous light in here can't can't record a podcast in there have to use a different room have to use my housemate's room and um or one of my housemate's rooms and it could get murdered anytime there are potentially hidden cameras in there what the fuck so i know so that's fucking crazy the note was the note was crazy as well. The note, like the yeah, way that's... it was printed off, like it was a very insane looking note. It's kind of uh, we'll have to see how the story unfolds. I hope she's okay. Yeah, same. I hope she's okay. But I, what I didn't God. love was him and multiple others of also watching the footage. What? But now they've got footage of my housemate going up to the sign, taking a photo, walking <laughs> into our house. It's a bit like, <laughs> ah, we didn't think this through. Oh my God. What the hell? I know, I'll keep you updated. God, really leaving us on a cliffhanger. Amazing. I know, we'll see how it unfolds next week. Good for marketing, thank you. Right, well, on that note. Right, okay, we'll see you guys all later. Yeah, hopefully we'll make it to next week. I know, hope so. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.